All right, welcome back to another episode of the Black Bullion Show for goldensilvertoday.com. Check that website out, everybody. Okay, so before we begin, I have to shout out one of our viewers from the YouTube channel, Abu Hamid Al-Ghazali. Mr. Al-Ghazali wrote in the comment section about why gold and silver, um, you know, uh, would go up in the mornings and seemingly head down uh, throughout the day. Now, this is where I get to marry both of my worlds of being a physical gold and silver stacker while also being um, a trader in equities. Now, um, or just generally being a trader. Now, I personally don't have, I don't trade in Forex, though, you know, to me, it does look interesting. But much of this question can be answered by knowing what exactly happens in the early morning hours, Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so pretty much in Forex trading, some of the most dramatic moves happen during the London session. Now, uh, the London session happens to be between 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So whenever we see these big moves begin to develop around 3 a.m., you can be sure that what's happening with currencies is also impacting gold and silver. Forex traders also trade gold using uh, the XAU over USD pair. Uh, with silver, it's the obviously XAG over USD pair. Um, but what makes the London session unique is that it happens to be highly liquid and it's known for heightened volatility. Now, there's also something called the overlap where the London and US sessions pretty much overlap, where London session, again, is from 3 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The U.S. session is from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Because the U.S. session is also one of the largest because of the market participants, the hours between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. tend to be the most active. So for us gold and silver stackers, holding for the long term, we need to be mindful of the moves happening in a bunch of markets so that we can mentally prepare for what could come in the future, like a drop in prices like we're seeing today. So I hope that clears up some confusion on, you know, daily price action in the markets. Now, of course, traders aren't the end all be all when it comes to, you know, causes for price action, but they do play a role. Okay, so last week, I actually posited whether or not we were starting to see the beginning of a crash. Now, I partially mentioned that we hit a third stage base, which historically tends to be much more risky than the first and second stages. Today is you know, pretty much day number three of us being in the red for um, US major stock indices. Now, I can guarantee you that what's also helping this down day um, it's not only just, you know, rising Roni's cases, but also, you know, tech CEOs testifying in front of Congress today. Also, we're expecting some news out of Europe to hear more about some more extensive lockdowns happening over there as well. So very, very volatile day. As a trader, again, I've been focusing more on the volatility um, indexes, you know, for my trading. Uh, I'm not really messing with equities right now. Um, so yeah, I actually made a I actually made a play today. Um, got in, got out. 
But um, I also want to shout out to Old Man Jenkins Seven Seven One for saying he was another viewer of um, of uh, the YouTube channel. But he also said that you know what we could be seeing right now is an election play um, in the markets with traders raising cash, and you know could be very true. People are trying to get out before you know the election. Um, no, but are we seeing you know the start of a crash? I possibly think we may. Um, today, currently right now, as I'm recording this, we're down by 700 points in the Dow. I think we're down about 2.55% last time I saw. So, you know, if I'm wrong, I'll be the first to call myself out if there isn't a crash that's developing, you know, or if it's a fake out. But right now, again, based on the things I've said earlier, the things I mentioned last week about being in the third stage base, I think we're currently in a quote-unquote faulty base um now let's take a look at gold and silver uh now i mentioned forex markets so obviously right now we have a dip that occurred after 8 a.m and you know shouldn't come as too much of a surprise for you as i've already mentioned that we have an overlap between the london and u.s sessions the overall move really kicked off during the London session, obviously, but we saw a huge dip today. We're now down to the 1870s. Now let's take a look at the moving averages because there's something really interesting here as well. We may have actually crossed the Rubicon with gold moving below the 100-day moving average support level, which is now at 1886. We're now at in the 1870s. And, you know, pretty much it's only a matter of time before the 50 and the 100 day cross. But if we cross below this last low psychological level of previous support of around 1847 over um, or $1847 an ounce, it's pretty much lookout below <laughs> uh, for silver. Silver is approaching its 100 day moving average right now. Uh, but guys, I'm happy, me personally, because if we're heading lower, you know, I'll be able to get some cheaper bullion or at least, you know, that's what that's what my goal is. But do you guys think that this is the start of a crash? Um, you know, let me know what you guys think. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. Um, if you are new to the podcast um, and, you're, and you're listening on Apple, I, um, Apple, please give it a review, um, a, a nice review, five-star review. <laughs> Thanks again. Uh, it's Black Bullion for goldandsilvertoday.com. Hope you're having a great morning. Um, you know, peace and blessings.